0: There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult Two Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high-performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello there. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I am so glad you are tuning in with me today. Right now I'm recording this. It is a beautiful summer day um, and I cannot believe that summer is almost over. I feel like we we just started this season and kids were getting out of school and we were planning for all the great things that you normally do during the summer. And now, at least I'm sitting here only a couple of weeks away from sending my kids back to school. And that is just amazing because I feel like it went by in, in seconds. So if you are still enjoying your summer when you're tuning into this, then definitely enjoy it for me <laughs> as well. And if you're listening to this as a later at a later time, then just know that whenever you're hearing this, in the summer of 2022, it went by super, super fast. <laughs> All right. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something that's been on my, my mind recently. I was talking to a friend, actually, about a lot of things that she had going on in her life personally, as well as in her business, and we were really having like a deep heart to heart about just really trying to grow your business when you have so much on your plate. And her situation is very common. That's one of the reasons why I felt very, very prepared (laughs) for us to have that discussion Uh, because I handle these types of issues often with clients. It's something that is very common for many ambitious, uh, you know, kind of go-getters in their field, especially women. And that is this thought that, we are unable to really meet our own desires and goals and and really achieve the level of success that we want because we do not have the capacity to do so. And it's frustrating. It is extremely frustrating for most individuals. And even I've been there before as well. I know how difficult it can be to carve so many different things into your life and make time for all of the things that you want to do and want to accomplish and only have 24 hours in the day. I get it. It is a huge challenge. It's a challenge just for you to do that on a regular day with your nine to five, let alone if you're still keeping or maintaining your nine to five and trying to build a business, crazy. Or if you're trying to build a business and raise a family, when you start kind of adding these ands and the more ands you add on, it gets increasingly more difficult and complicated for you to to do that successfully. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this today, because the one thing I feel like I have become good at over time, and this is something that has come to me because of life, (laughs) is not... a a talent or a skill that I was on a mission to achieve from the beginning. It really is just because life handed me just, I I won't necessarily say a bowl of lemons, but it handed me a lot of different fruit (laughs) and I had to make the most out of it. And over that, I learned so much about myself and learned so much about how I can potentially help others. And it's one of the reasons why I created my coaching program, my signature program position to Excel, because I hope other women in consulting build systems, strategies, design processes, and workflows that work for their lives so that they can actually integrate their business into their life instead of it being a separate entity or something else that they have to add to their plate and be responsible for. So we were having this conversation and when this came up, I did notice that she got a little defensive when we began, you know, talking about it because it's natural when we're used to achieving a lot and we're used to making things happen and doing all the things we become frustrated with ourselves when we are unable to meet our expectations. And then we also become frustrated when people try and give us advice that we feel like we've already heard or maybe advice that we've. Uh, recommendations that we've tried in the past, it can be frustrating because you feel as if you're not being heard, the person doesn't understand you. They don't know where you're coming from. And one of the reasons why I felt like it was great that we were having this conversation is because I knew more about her life. And if if she's listening right now, she's going to know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, but I knew more about her life and I knew All that she had on her plate and I could really speak uh, in a little bit more depth in terms of ways that she could really address and meet these challenges. But then also I took time to to listen to her and really understand some of the mindset blocks that were coming up as she communicated to me many of the things that she found frustrating and a lot of what she wanted uh, to achieve or how she wanted things to be different. So this message or this podcast episode is going to apply to you if you ever caught yourself saying any of the following things. I don't have time. <laughs> no, 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 I can't do that. I'm, I'm too busy right now. Or I tried that, but that didn't work for me. Or or how about my family needs a lot of my time. I got little ones. I got too many responsibilities right now. If any of those statements are narratives that you told yourself over and over again, I want to let you know right now that number one, I understand. I definitely understand where those feelings and that perception is coming from. But then I also want to let you know that those are mindset blocks and They are reasons why you may be stuck and stagnant and unable to do the things necessary to improve your situation. So this conversation is gonna be how we can break through all of those things and really accomplish a lot more because we're not going to let these thoughts and these perspectives hold us back any longer. I have a hard time getting enough sleep I I actually probably on average get about five to six hours of sleep a night. I've done a little bit better here recently. My goal as a resolution, New Year's resolution last year was to get six hours of sleep a night. That's how bad it has been. (laughs) And uh, a lot of that comes from just a, a number of different issues in my past in terms of just doing so much work. Uh, But I, I don't feel ever tired. It's more so a matter of me creating a sleep regimen for myself and sticking with it. So my goal is to get up to seven to eight hours. And so I've been actively working toward that. Uh, but I'm, I'm typically not a big a big sleeper. And I think sometimes a lot of that came from me trying to maximize as much time as I could during the day. I always, I've always felt like time goes by too fast. I, I felt like that ever since I was a young child, I was very aware and cognizant of time. And I, I don't know what that means. I'm not trying to <laughs> overanalyze myself and my situation. But that's something I've just noticed about myself. And because of that, I have also been very cognizant of how quickly the day can go by and in my effort years ago to try and maximize the time that I had, I didn't want to sleep and became a habit so those are habits that I'm trying to break now as I get older because I should have been sleeping for much more than five or hours a night or six hours a night uh, for years but it just became a habit over time where I began to function that way and function that way easily. So um, I'm not suggesting doing doing that like not getting sleep. that's not my point my point but I'm just sharing this because I I really do realize that 24 hours, doesn't seem like a lot of time, especially when you have a lot on your plate. And we can be tempted not to get rest like I've done in the past. We can be tempted to push the limit when it comes to trying to find more time to do the things that we want. Uh, but the the thought or the belief that we don't have time to accomplish those things that we need to in order to build or grow our business is not true. It's not true. Just like with money, we have the ability to use our time, which is also a resource, any way that we want. I was actually looking online. I think I posted this or shared this actually on Instagram uh, very recently. It was a post that Mel Robbins made that talked about you know, what you would do if someone gave you $1,440 every day. Oftentimes we would be so thoughtful and intentional about how we would spend that money. But in this passage, she explains how often if we get that same amount of time, which we do, we have 24 hours in a day. So if you got 1,440 minutes in your day, how would you spend that time? And we don't think about it. Many times we don't give a second thought to how we are going to show up each day and intentionally use the resource of time that we have. It can become difficult for us to think about how we would spend money in that amount day after day after day. You know, we may have a lot of ideas when we start out, but after a while, when you buy, when you start buying a lot of things, then you'll get to a point where you're like, well, I'm kind of running out of ideas as to how I want to spend my money, right? So that, time that we have, the 24 hours in a day that we have is enough. It is enough. You do have time. So the question becomes, if you have time, why do you feel like that time is not available to you? And that is where we have to answer the bigger question. Because the the issue is not having enough time. The problem is typically, what are you trying to do in the time that you have and should you be trying to do everything that you have on your list many times we want to accomplish everything at once we have a lot of ideas especially if you have if you're a creative person you're trying to take care of a lot of different things you're you're trying to just really maximize every minute you you it almost feels like if you were to wait and put some things off, that you would lose, you would lose momentum, or, or someone would steal the idea, or you won't see the the benefit or the outcome of that idea and the and the work that you will put into it. But this is a misconception that we have. The time that we have to use is meant to be used intentionally, meaning that. Although we have a lot of different ideas, although there is a lot that we want to do, we don't have to do everything in the same moment. So a lot of the growth that you need and that you want to see in your business can be achieved with just a fraction of what you're planning to do. You know, if you just go back to the basic 80-20 rule or principle then you'll know that 20% of all the efforts that you make are really responsible for the overwhelming outcome. Not the 80% that typically is, is a waste. So we have to focus in on those things that are most important so that we can figure out exactly how we need to spend our time more effectively. If you're finding yourself following all the successful accounts on Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and you're just trying to recreate their strategies but haven't experienced much growth or you're consistently sharing tons of helpful content within your industry, almost burning yourself out, but you're still struggling to get potential clients to see the value of the services that you offer. If that's the case, it's time for you to be seen as the expert that you are. It's time for you to make a greater impact. So here's the deal, using a cookie cutter approach won't help you stand out from the crowd or attract the aligned clients that you need to build a profitable business and create the freedom you desire to live life on your own terms. Your expertise is unique and your approach should be awesome. That's why I created my signature program, Position to Excel, which is a highly focused curriculum-based, personalized coaching program developed to help you accelerate the growth of your consulting business by creating a magnetic core offer, an expert personal brand to position your services to sell effectively. And unlike other programs that rely on traditional methods to attract leads, we develop a personalized approach to fill your pipeline without cold calls or reliance on referrals and RFPs. So if you're interested in taking your consulting business to the next level or starting and getting yours off the ground, visit www.excellaconsulting.com, apply for a position to excel, and let's get started. So this leads me into the second point I want to make, and that is you have the ability to expand your capacity. So when we're talking about capacity, which is pretty much your ability to do work, the time, the space the energy that you have to accomplish a task that you that you set out to do, it often can feel as if, You don't have the capacity to get everything done. And one of the first things that we do when we feel bogged down with task and with responsibility is we we think about ways that we can delegate or outsource. And those are wonderful ways to begin to expand your capacity to do more work because you're freeing up a lot of your time and your energy from things that may not require your insight and your expertise. And you're, you are then able to rearrange and restructure your workflows and processes so that you're able to accomplish more, uh, at least personally, especially if you're working as a solo consultant. So definitely that makes sense. I will argue that even in those settings, sometimes we don't do the most effective job of determining what really needs to be outsourced or needs to be delegated versus what just doesn't need to be done. (laughs) And the reason why I'm getting to this is because going back to the fact that we have 24 hours in a day and that that is enough, then we have to begin to think about how we can limit the work that we are doing. And that's going to require us focusing on those things that are most important. So I will agree with you. You cannot do everything. (laughs) That's one of the first things you have to accept. You have to accept that you cannot do everything. None of us can, but you can do everything that is most important for you to build and grow the business that you desire, that you can do. But it's going to require you really understanding what is most important. And the thing is, is that when we don't have a strategy, when we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants and thinking about what idea is good in the moment, we don't have a, a roadmap in, in terms of where we're going and what it will look like from quarter to quarter or year to year. If we don't have a vision, if we don't have goals, if we don't have all of these things laid out, it's gonna be extremely hard for you to expand your capacity to do work because you don't know what to prioritize. The key to increasing your capacity is understanding what is most important, not just in your business, but in your life overall. And when you're thinking about your life globally and how you want to position your work and your business, that is going to dictate the capacity that you have to spend on those things that that will help you to build and grow. So there has to be an understanding of the bigger picture, what you're really trying to accomplish, what your vision actually is, what the goals are that you're going to set, how you're going to attempt to achieve those goals through the strategy that you create. Those are the things that you have to know. And oftentimes we haven't taken the time to map that out. And that's why it feels overwhelming. It feels overwhelming because when you don't have that mapped out, you'll feel as if you need to do a lot of different things and you need to do them all at once. And that is very rarely the case. So, you know, there's an aspect of patience that you have to have in this process so that you can begin to understand what will come first, what things are most important, what are you gonna spend your energy and your time on initially, and have confidence and reassurance that you're going to be able to address everything else that you will desire. And I will argue that many of the that will change. A bunch of that will change over time, but you'll have an opportunity to do all of those things. And the key is that you just have to plan it out. And that relieves so much stress. It makes it feel so much easier. You don't feel like you're in a rush to <laughs> to, to, kind of accomplish things by a set date or run a particular race. You're giving yourself time to build with ease and that's just one of the things I love about, you know, our, our feminine power that we hold is that aspect of ease, the ability to go with the flow. That's what I want us to begin to do. And going with the flow doesn't mean sit back and just relax and do nothing. It means that you create a structure that provides more freedom. And that's how you begin to increase your capacity. That's how you reduce stress. And that's how you begin to show up differently in your life because you have time for all of the things that you find to be most important. And the last thing that I want to encourage you to do is to free yourself from unrealistic expectations. This is a hard one. (laughs) This is a really tough one, especially if you have been a very successful professional in your industry, in your field for a number of years, or you're just used to achieving a lot in whatever capacity, it is gonna be difficult. It's difficult because more than likely, you are used to putting out A plus, (laughs) plus plus work. You're used to doing a great job. I mean, just impeccable work and reaching your goals and accomplishing a lot. You're used to that. That is what has come natural to you. And so because of that, In every aspect of life, you likely feel as if you need to put out that same effort. You need to generate those same results. You need to be outstanding in every aspect. I know I have been been guilty of that. It's, It's really hard sometimes to allow yourself the ability or the freedom to do less than your absolute best. And what I mean by that is I don't mean do poor work, always strive for excellence, but I can go back to when I was a resident in my pharmacy training after I graduated from pharmacy school and it required a lot. It required overnight um, on-call work in the hospital. At that time, my daughter was two years old and um, it was a lot to take on and have a toddler, a husband, responsibilities that I had at home, uh, as well as just the the rigor of being in that program. And I had a lot of work I needed to to get done. and, And I was always feeling like I was just running on fumes. Like I just didn't know how to accomplish everything. Well, in that moment, I had to get to the point that I created time blocks for myself to accomplish tasks and to get work done. And when I use that that method, what it meant was that I may assign myself an hour, two hours to complete an assignment. And once that time had come and I got through the end of that block, then I had to move on. And so that meant oftentimes that I wasn't able to review and edit endlessly like I normally would have because I was stuck in this perfectionist mode where I would have spent another three or four hours on it if you gave it to me because that's just how perfect I wanted it to be at the time when when I submitted it and turned it in. But what I realized over time is that even by following that method and that approach, it helped me to get great work done I still excelled (laughs) in my program and nobody else knew the difference. They didn't know the difference because oftentimes our B or B minus work is somebody else's 120%. So at that point, when you are such an overachiever, and especially if you are a perfectionist, that's when we have to scale back and understand that there will be times where we're going to have to prevent ourselves from going through this endless cycle of editing and revising to perfect something and understand that what we have completed is good enough. And that's one example of how I personally had to release myself from this unrealistic expectation of perfection. I was never going to put out something that was perfect. I don't care if I spent 10 hours on it. It wasn't going to be perfect. There was still going to probably be a typo. There was still probably going to be something that I wish I would have changed. It wasn't going to be perfect. And that is similar to how we may feel when it comes to parenting. I feel like that's a big one. We want to be the perfect parent. We want to show our child perfect love. We want to show up perfectly. We want to make them feel needed. We don't want them to want for anything. But oftentimes I always remind people that even when it comes to caring for children and family, when you are there providing every aspect of their need and you are trying to show up perfectly for them, in some cases that can be a hindrance. Because sometimes us showing up and providing can prevent them from growth, right? They can't grow, they can't evolve, they can't mature. There are some challenges that they have to face on their own in order to get to the point at which you are, because whether we like the challenges or not, whether we saw the challenges at the time as being helpful or not, they molded us into who we are currently, who we are today, they're the reason why you are so successful. And so this whole concept of being the perfect parent also doesn't exist. It's unrealistic. We're going to all make mistakes. When you're a parent, you're flying by the seat of your pants. I, <laughs> I know I have been. So, you know, you're going to learn as you go. And what I want you to do in this moment is, is release yourself from these unrealistic expectations and this perfection that you've been trying to achieve because that is what's keeping you from being consistent in the work that you're doing, is keeping you from showing up fully in your business, is keeping you from taking a chance and doing those things that you know will move you further ahead because you're stuck in your mind trying to figure out how you can do it differently or how you can do it better so that you can show up perfectly for others. Those things are holding you back. No more unrealistic expectations. We're going to get rid of those because the bigger goal and what's going to be actually most beneficial, even in the case of taking care of your children, if that's something that has been something that's weighed on you heavily as you've had to find time to work on your business, and maybe that's taking some time away from activities you may do with the family is that you have to remember that the wealth that you will build is going to provide greater access to things for your your children or your family. It's going to provide the freedom that you need to really allow them to have a different quality of life than you had. It's going to afford you the ability to make choices that you may not have had when you were a child. So while we are thinking about what we may be giving up in that moment, I want you to consider that you're likely not giving up anything or you don't have to give up anything that's important to you. And then also the fact that what you are building can be worth also a lot. So I hope kind of walking through some of this helps. You know, one of the things I love to do with clients and is to build out ways or you know share ideas as to how they can tackle work in their lives how they can get more done how they can simplify the process because the the more you can work toward simplifying your business structure and your your journey and then focusing on executing effectively those are the things that are going to allow you to move along And we don't want any of these mindset blocks thinking that you're too busy or you don't have time to dedicate. We don't want any of that showing up because that's going to keep you from reaching your goal. And we need you out there as a woman in consulting, especially a woman of color in consulting, being able to share your expertise and and really make a huge impact on this industry and on the field. We need you. And the only way to get you there is to get you over these hurdles. So the first thing is that you have time you have twenty four hours in a day. that's more than enough time to all to do all the things that are important for you to do. The second is that you have the ability to expand your capacity. There are ways that we can use tools and outsources and delegation and and just creating different workflows and systems to create more space and to give you more energy to do those things that are most important that only you can do. And you know, last but not least, you have to let go of the burden of carrying these unrealistic expectations. You're doing a great job. You have the ability to do even more. And that will only come if you're able to take that step by step and accept that it's going to be a journey and a process. And that that process at times can be a little tricky, but it's just a matter of figuring out how to problem solve and get to the next level. And not fixate on things being a certain way because that's somehow a vision or somehow a, a definition of, of perfection that you have built in your mind. Okay, <laughs> so I hope this helps. I really, really do. And if you love this episode, please, please, please share it with a friend. Make sure that you leave your review on Apple Podcasts and rating on Spotify. And definitely I uh, would love for you to reach out and let me know if you are really working through any of these issues, maybe we can chat a little bit about how you're able to, you know, try some different strategies. I definitely don't mind sharing some of the ones that I have. Um, So definitely do that on Instagram or LinkedIn. But, you know, just remember that there's so much that you have to achieve and there are just millions of people waiting for the impact that you want to make. All right, guys, I hope you have a good one. Take care, talk to you next week for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit Excel at consulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.